let's just see what we can find. Dreams. Y'all ready to go or not? Say. Because we're talking about dreams. Don't go sleep on me. You hear me? I'm saying. Set up, slap yourself, do whatever you got to do. Nothing worse than to look out there and see people sleeping. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to keep saying what I always say. If you sleep during one of my services, I'm going to tell you something right now. You're on drugs. Everyone knows it. You're on drugs and things. You're, you're taking pills and everybody around you is looking at you. Here we go. Here we go. Now let's see how you feel. Come on. Dreams. What are dreams? They're a succession of images appearing in our periodic state of unconscious rest. Now that's some fancy definition if you didn't know what a dream was. It's what dreams are. It's called sleep. When we're sleeping, things happen in our unconscious spirit, in our mind. And before we get going too far, I just want you to know you are fearfully, and say that with me, I am, I am, help me, fearfully and wonderfully made. I am made in the image of God and in His likeness. Did I make that up? No, that's Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. It's right in the beginning of the Bible. Why are humans different than other things on the planet? Because we're made in God's image. Why does everything that gets done, that gets done, gets done by people? Because we're in a getting done business. And that's why we're made in the image of God. Amen? So when we dream, you think you did that? Say, I'm going to be a dreamer. I'm going to be a dreamer. I'm going to be a dreamer. No. You dream, you have really nothing to do with it. Now, I do believe you can fill your mind with all kinds of mess at night. Many can before they go to bed. You can eat certain kinds of foods, maybe. And you can have a little upset at night. You can have all kinds of mess going on. There's no doubt about it that sometimes our you know, physical body can affect our dreams. But generally speaking, people just live in life, working hard during the day. Going to bed at night, they dream. Where'd that come from? Oh, it's just random. It ain't random. It must be from the Lord. You hear me, yes or no? Why does your heart beat like it does? Why the blood pressure you got? All that stuff. Why do you have that? Well, the Lord intended it that way. So certainly he intended to make us where when we sleep, we can dream. You hear me? Some dream more than others. Let's check it out. When we're in a state of unconscious rest, here's the question. Does the Holy Spirit of God speak or use the succession of images in our mind to send us messages? Is it possible? Now, there's a lot of kooky people out there, okay? I'm not necessarily wanting to be in line named with some of them, but I'm sure after this message they're going to put me out there with them probably. Or is it always something we ate? Or is it a TV show, show that we saw late at night? Is it a mixed-up replay of events that we've gone through? Now, bottom line is, yes, it can be stuff you eat. Yes, it can be a late-night TV show. Yes, it can be a mixed-up replay of events in your life that you've had, that you've experienced in your life. For example, I had a traumatic experience in my life. My mother was murdered. We're not made to experience, in my opinion, the sudden death and murder of someone. It has affected me. Then it affects me to this day. And sometimes when I dream, I see that. I see that replayed, my mother being shot. Not as much as it used to be. Or many times it's a mixed up thing. I can, I'm the one that gets shot. But the beauty of dreams is that that doesn't happen as much as it used to. And I know it happens more probably because I still talk about mom, and I use mom in counseling. I use her in my everyday life when I'm talking. Mama's alive forevermore. She's, she's watching this message right now. You hear me say. But the beauty of dreams is I've had many incredible dreams about my mother. I've seen mother. Not mama, not mother, mama. I've seen mama. Not necessarily, did you see her in heaven and all glowing white? No. See mama like mama is. Like mama was. Amen. Dreams are a beautiful thing. Sometimes I'll have a dream about mama. And I'll get up and just, thank you, Lord. I got to spend time with mama. Is that kooky? I guess I can say it doesn't happen. 
And, and you'll say, well, good, he's, he's normal. No, it does happen. And I have seen it. You hear me, yes or no, say. But here's what i got a problem with. When people have dreams or whatever, they try to make a ministry out of it. They try to take an offering and get rich over it. You hear me, yes or no? Or write a book or whatever. Just be quiet. How about you keep that between you and the Lord, amen? Or share it in a way that he could use you to share it, like I'm trying to do right now. Did I lose you or not? Let's keep looking. I just want to be practical. So, could it be just something you ate or a TV show or a mixed-up play of events again in your life? Or could it be both? Could it be that the Lord does speak to us in our dreams? Amen? Let's look and let's just see. But wait a minute. What about demonic spirit attacks when we're sleeping? I can certainly attest to that. That as I've slept, as I've dreamed, I've got up so stressed out because of, because of events where it might be the, the death of my mother or it might be something in your life that you've told me and I'm taking that into my life. And though I'm not at work anymore, I'm at home, that still is in me. And I get wore out the next day when I get up. I'm already wore out from a night of a dream or something. Anybody can relate to what I just said. Okay, which is quite a few of us in this room. And demonic attack and spiritual, spiritual attack, it doesn't just happen when we're awake. Can it happen when we're asleep? Well, we're going to see if we can't make the case today on dreams. Now, just hang in here with me. Pretty interesting, I think. Here's the question I like to ask. Well, what's the Bible have to say? I always like that. Well, what's the Bible have to say? Can we find an answer to some questions that we might have from the Bible? Now, the Bible's not going to answer every little question you got in your life, okay? But it will give you the groundwork and the principles that you can answer the questions, okay? But you have to know the Bible and read the Bible. You can't just not a Ouija Bible. Got it? Yes or no? You need to hide God's Word in your heart that you won't sin against God. Amen? And you can learn a lot. Give the Spirit something to work with if you want to hear from Him. First of all, here's the bottom line as we start this, this uh, message. Here it is. Bottom line. Bottom line. Say that with me. The Word of God. One more time. The Word of God. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. You should not get in your life focusing on the unusual. Ooh, maybe I'm going to try to have a dream tonight. I'm going to try to go be spooky. Don't be doing that. Get the Word. Read the Word. Instead of wondering if I go to sleep tonight, maybe God will talk to me. He wants to talk to you while you're awake, fool. Amen. Say, come on. He got the Bible. Read it. Hide it in your heart. Talk to Him. Yes or no? Pray. So, the bottom line's the Word. What do I mean by that? Push me, Raj. What do I mean by that? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. We, we need to believe the, the Word of God over anything else. Did you hear me? Well, I had a dream, so I'm going to stay, go to go do this because I had a dream. So many people probably had dreams and started something and it absolutely failed when they should have been in the Word of God. And then take that dream mixed with the Word of God, and maybe you could figure out the way you need to go in your life. But let it be tempered by the Word of God. Did I, that, that makes sense to people. Trying. If what you experience in your dream, listen, contradicts the Word of God, then your confidence should be in God's Word and not the experience you had in your dream. God's not, a, not, God's not two-faced. He's holy. He's not going to tell you something in your dream that contradicts God's Word. Yes or no? I literally had a man sit in front of me one time and tell me that it was God's will that he have this affair with this woman. The one that, yeah, what? I guess the same question. What an idiot. One of the few regrets I have in life, only a couple, is that I didn't take him and throw him through the window. Well, needless to say, I said plenty, okay? But listen, let the Word of God trump your feelings, your dreams, your whatever. Did I get that clear to us? Amen. So it's impossible to please God without faith. He that comes to God must do what? Believe. Believe that He is. Believe His Word. Okay? So when you're thinking about dreams or even other experiences... Everything must, say that with me, everything must be sifted through God's Word. And listen, if you can only find one verse that backs up your like little crazy thing you're thinking, 
If I was you, I'd like back off of that. I'd want some more solid stuff from the Scriptures. You hear me, yes or no? So sift all the stuff through the Scriptures. That's the beauty of when you hide it in your heart and you live life. You, you'd be surprised at how many answers you can, you can get and make through life because you've got the Word of God that's working in your life. And it comes out of your mouth and it's in your head. Yes or no? And if you just recently come to Christ, guess what? You need to do just like my mama did. She, she had 11th grade education. She never read the Bible. She started memorizing the Bible. She started getting verses and reading the Bible and marking up her Bible. And she became pretty much in light speed, I'm telling you, an incredible uh, woman of God. Amen? This doesn't have to take years, guys. It takes effort, and it can start today. Amen? Come on. So get in the, that's why we have all these Bible studies. They're a blessing. Okay? So, for what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Here's a principle I like to live by. God forbid. Say that with me. Yay. Say this part with me. Let God be true, but every man a what? A liar. I do that when people tell me stuff. I get some kooky comments sometimes. Not that many, but I get them. And if I know it's absolutely contrary to the Word of God, I just flat out tell them and stop them. Because I live by this. You hear me, yes or no? I don't know about your experiences, but if your experiences contradict the Word of God, you probably need to be telling somebody else. Yes or no? Amen? Because this is a principle I think is very important. We're going to be talking about mysteries over the next couple of weeks. Don't forget this principle. Second thing to remember, now this is about dreams. Now listen, this is a warning. Can you say warning? The Bible tells us a warning about dreams. And if you don't read the Bible, you don't know this in here. Here's a strong warning about you and me who dream. Hello. Here we go. Listen to what two great prophets had to say about pretending dreamers. Pretending dreamers. You really need to take this serious. If you have a dream, you make sure that it's the Word of God is in charge and it's the one that trumps your dream. If your dream is contrary to the Word of God, the Word of God's what I'm going to stick with, not this dream. I don't care how many times I have it. Got it? Because here's the Scripture. Am I a God, Jeremiah writing, am I a God at hand, says the Lord, and not a God far off? Can any hide himself in secret places that I don't see him? You think when you go to sleep, God disappears? Says the Lord, do I not feel heaven and all of earth? I have heard what the prophet said. That prophesy, say it with me, L-I-E-S, lies in my name. That's why I'm tough on TV preaching that I hear. It's bald-faced lies, a lot of it. I don't give a hoot what they say. I don't care about the size of their building. I don't give a thing about it. If it contradicts the word of God, it's a lie. Did y'all hear me or not? This is God's Word. I have heard... Back that verse up again. No, you're fine. You're good. No, 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 you're good. I have heard what the prophets say, prophesying lies in my name, saying, say it with me, I have what? I've dreamed. I've dreamed. Well, you dreamed a lie. You ever dreamed something that wasn't true? Let me see your hands. I dreamed something that wasn't true. How many ever woke up one night, you woke up the next morning and were so glad it wasn't true? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, whoo, man. Wow. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm telling you, it's another world. I'm telling you, amen. It's crazy. Some of you immediately popped your hand up. Man. So, here he is. God's saying, listen, listen to me. Don't, don't, don't listen to this lying dream mess. It's not lined up with my word. It ain't my word. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of what? Say that word. Of what? Deceit of their own heart. Be careful of me if I get up on stage and I say I've had a dream or a vision that doesn't line up with the Bible. Did you hear me, yes or no? Be careful of me doing that and any other person. Amen, say. Which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams... That's what i got a big problem with much of the church today. We've taken so many personal experiences other than the Word, and we've made that what we preach about and what we talk about. I'm not saying that those things don't happen, but let's always keep His Word paramount. Amen? 
They try to cause people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor. Nothing like somebody has a personal experience. Ah, 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 ah. They run tell everybody. Did you know you're not really supposed to tell everybody about your personal experiences? You're supposed to tell everybody about Jesus. Oh, I can't do that. But it's funny. You can have a kooky, wild-eyed dream and go tell somebody. But you can't tell somebody about the Son of God, the Savior of the world, who loved you and gave his life for you. Yes or no? Here we go. Which tell every man to his neighbor, and their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal or false religion. The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell the dream. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word, what? Faithfully. You know what God says? I'll take my word and stand up against your crazy dream any day. What is my word to your dream? This is the wheat, my word. Your dream is chaff. You hear me say And if your dream don't line up with my word, my word will blow your dream to smithereens. Did I lose you? Y'all are like looking at me like I'm weird today. How many have never heard a message on dreams unless I gave it? Can I see your hand? Okay. Because I've given a couple around here. So, is my word not like as fire? Says the Lord. It my word like a what? Hammer? If you want to know your dream, if, it, if, it's, if it's a true dream or if it should be looked at, line it up to the Word of God. And it'll burn it up or it'll beat it like a hammer. Did I lose you? Just country talk. So dreams, dreams, dreams. Here's the question this morning. Are dreams done? They're in the Bible. We're going to look at several. Do it as quickly as I can. Are dreams done? Listen to what the prophet Joel said about the last days during the tribulation period of the day of the Lord and the restoration of Israel. Here's what Joel said. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. It shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And as also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. So, Joel specifically says this about the day of the Lord. And in the last days, okay, he says there are going to be dreams. Dreamers are going to dream in the last days. Many people think we're living in the last days right now. Paul thought he was living in the last days. John thought he was living in the last days. So why wouldn't Gary think I'm living in the last days? Amen? How many would say it's a whole lot worse in this world than when I was a kid? Let me see your hand again. If you got to know that's the truth, yes or no. How many of you see so much more evil than you used to see when you were young? Something's coming to a head. Joel was specifically saying this about the day of the Lord in the last days. But, but, keep looking, but, listen to Peter. So that's Joel in the Old Testament. Here's Peter in the New Testament. Don't, don't get too confused here. Here's Peter, Acts 2, the Holy Spirit comes. They've been scared to death. Now he's standing up. He's speaking for the Lord. He's preaching instead of running. And they're speaking in other languages, not gibberish. It could all be understood by different languages, and people could understand their speech very clearly. The Bible says it straight up. But other people thought they were drunk. People couldn't understand that language from different dialects, thought they were drunk. But other people are hearing it fine. And Peter says, these are not drunk. As you suppose, seeing it's the third, ain't but like nine in the morning. This is what was spoken of, said by the prophet who? There's Joel again. There's his name. It shall come to pass in the last days, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. And your old men shall dream dreams. So here's Peter. Peter is saying this is happening in his life. It's happening right now. Joel said it would happen in the last days. So the answer to the question is, are dreams done? The answer is, no, dreams are not done. We can look right here in our audience today that many... One more time. How many dream dreams regularly? Let me see your hand. Regularly. How many, maybe once a month, you dream a dream? Okay? How many you just don't ever dream hard at all? 
Okay, back there. You do every once in a while. Rod, you've told me. Grief. You don't count back there. Grief. The point is, is that most people in here would absolutely say they dream dreams, some more regularly than others, but it is, a, it is something that we do. Amen? So are they done? Or can God speak to us when we're sleeping? That's what we're talking about. Joel said it would happen in the last days. Peter believed they were happening in his day. And you can quote me on this one. I believe they still happen today. And if people don't like that I say that, well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to deny something that is true, something that happens. And I've had the Lord speak to me. I'm going to tell you a funny one. Oh, I've had bunches of them. You can only imagine as crazy as my head is, I must dream some crazy things. Oh, Kim has a blast every morning when we wake up. Don't you, baby? Or at least a few mornings out of the week. Anyway, so had a dream. For many years, I was uh, served at Calvary Baptist Church in Inglewood, Florida for 17 years with my father-in-law. I loved him. He taught me everything I know. Seminary didn't teach me much of nothing. I learned from him. I learned from the folks. And I learned right here in Inglewood. And I resigned there 15 years ago. Just some issues. Not my issues. Issues with the family. They had some crazy family issues. And the church was sort of not my kind of thing. Gotten a little ugly. You have been in an ugly church? Say, I just want to be happy. So I resigned. When I did that, two weeks later, my father-in-law died suddenly. Offered to go back. Why wouldn't I? I just resigned. I ain't even missed church yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there was a lot of family crisis and mess there. And, and I was rejected after a few months. Rejected. Straight up. And uh, there's a lot to that story, but that's okay. And then every once in a while, somebody say something ugly about me in this town. Because I decided to stay right in this town. And we started a non-denominational church called Fellowship Church. My background was Baptist. I didn't want to be Baptist. I want to be a church that loved Jesus and loved people. That's all I cared about. Loving Jesus, love people. The politics of your church, you can have the crap, I call it. I don't want a thing to do with it. You hear me say, I want everybody to count when they come in these doors. They get out of their car, they matter just as much as you. Doesn't matter how much money they got or how much training they got. Yes or no? And this is our town. So that sort of is my motivation. Well, every once in a while I have some of this pain from these people saying stuff. That don't feel nice. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's okay. Just keep doing the right thing. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. And God has certainly blessed me over the years. No one would deny that. Amen? What's that got to do with dreams? Well, recently, 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 I had dreams that I was invited to go back. And I go back over there just to preach. And they loved me. Oh, man! Did they ever love me? I mean, I dressed the way I am, not the suit coat and all that mess, because dinner, that's how they dress. And I went just me. And they loved the snot out of me. And I'd have another dream. And there they are loving me again. That's a funny dream right there. What's that got to do with anything? Well, you remember we had the parade a couple of weeks ago, a month ago? Well, we're in a parade every year. Well, who shows up in the parade but the Calvary Baptist Church? Now, we're up here close to the front because they like me here. No, I'm just teasing. But anyway, and they're way over yonder. Big parade. And I go through that parade crowd like I always do because I know lots of people. I ain't just standing with our people. I'm walking, hey, Talking to this group, the band, high school band, the Kiwanis Club, whoever it is. I'm all over the place. Amen? Different, different organizations. Y'all saw me. And there they were, way over there. And I walked into my dream. 
And you know what? Guess what? They loved me. Just like a drink. They loved me. I know that's kooky. You can call it kooky, whatever. I had a dream. That each situation happened. It gave me the motivation to go over there and walk. And, buddy, when I walked in there, they started sticking out their hands. I like, no, let me hug your neck. I hugged their neck, loved on them. A lot of them I didn't know, but some of them knew me. And one lady came up to me that I, I, I matter of fact, hired her years and years ago. And she said to me, boy, you haven't lost your southern charm. I said, no, I ain't losing that at all. I'm doubling down on that. I met the new pastor. They've had many pastors. The new guy's been there like a year or so, year and a half maybe. I walked up to him. Told him who I was. He said, yeah, I, I know you. I see you on the ball field. I said, well, this is my town. And I said, would you make this your town too? Don't leave. Stay. We need you. This town needs you. We want you. Do you think Gary Clark would have said that if I hadn't had that dream? Yes or no? Probably not. Did I lose you or not? I'm not trying to get too kooky on you, but I'm just throwing that out there as one. I told you I might speak spontaneously of a little in this, in this stuff, but I think that was a cool thing. Yes or no? Amen. It wasn't exactly like the dream, but that's okay. That's okay. Was that biblical what I did, you think? Yes or no? Is it biblical to walk over even if you might have a little ought or maybe it could feel a little pain? You think it's biblical for me to go over there and be kind and, and speak positively and uplifting? Is that the right thing to do? Sure. Sure. Amen. So that's what I'm talking about. If you have a dream, don't just up and do something. No, no, I felt it was the right thing to do. I didn't just up and do it. I thought about it. And I did it. And the Lord got honor. Amen. So, that's just an example. Psalm 121. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. Think about this psalm. Pretty important. My help comes from the Lord which made heaven and earth. You should know this. Memorize this or write it down. He will not suffer your foot to be moved. I love this part right here. He that keeps you will not slumber. Talk about God. Say that last verse with me. Behold, he that keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Do you know God never sleeps, even when you sleep? Is God working in your life even when you're asleep? Oh, no, he's taking a break. No. Say that pretty loud with me. When I'm sleeping, God is not. You know, that little prayer, now lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Even from that little child prayer, isn't that a prayer that's saying, God, when I'm sleeping, you're not. You know, just something to think about. Amen? So dreams. Now let's go pretty quick, pretty quick, pretty quick, pretty quick. Rod, you've got to push me now. I've taken way too much time, buddy. It's your job now. Here we go. Jacob. Jacob had a dream. Let's look at it. Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. We'll do it quick. He stopped at a certain place. He tarried there all night because the sun was set. He took part of these stones. He made him a place, and that's where he laid down. He went to sleep that night. He dreamed a dream. And behold, a ladder was set up upon the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were running up and down that ladder. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, the God of Isaac, the land whereon you lie. To you I'm going to give it, to you and your seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, to the south, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And by the way, that's us here today. We're blessed because of Israel. We're blessed because of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Can we thank the Lord? Come on, that's a promise. It came true. All right. So he had this dream. 
What was that dream? I've named dreams certain things, certain categories. Not that I'm right. This is just me talking with you today. I put this one, confirmation. Say that with me. Confirmation. I believe some dreams can be a confirmation. A confirmation of something that is going to happen or that has happened or just to bring us some peace in our life. Confirmation. So this was a confirmation of an Abrahamic covenant that he had given long before. And here now, here's Jacob, and this promise that God had made before is now being confirmed in him that it's going to happen, it's going to come true. And I'm going to use you, and you're going to be part of it. So God appeared unto Jacob again when he came out of Padanaram and blessed him. And God said unto him, Your name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called anymore Jacob, but Israel shall be called your name. And he called his name Israel. And God said unto him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful, multiply, a nation and a company of nations shall be out of thee, and kings shall come out of your loins. Did that happen? Yes or no? Absolutely it happened. Amen? And this was part of a dream. The land which I gave to Abraham to Isaac, I'm going to give you to your seed, and after thee will I give you the land, etc. So confirmation, confirmation. He got a confirmation in his dream that this was going to happen. What a promise had been made, this is going to come to pass. Amen? Did I lose you on that one? And it brought him peace, peace, peace. I've had dreams where they brought me peace. That's all I'm trying to say. Can God, through your dreams, speak to you and bring peace to your heart? I believe the answer is yes. Now, don't forget, there's all kinds of activities going on, too, when you sleep, but demonic activity. They're not sleeping either, okay? That's why you need to fill yourself with the Word. Fill yourself with good things. Do the right thing. Let me tell you something. If you're doing the wrong thing, don't expect to be tormented through the night. Yes or no? Amen. Say. And you can certainly take drugs and get all out there if you want to, okay? It's not what we're talking about, okay? So that was number one, confirmation. I'm going fast. Confirmation. Peace, peace, peace. That previous experience, I'm going not to go there long. I had a, a number of dreams after I left that church, and people said things about me and hurt me, man. Hurt me. You ever been hurt by somebody that said, as a Christian? Let me see a hand. Isn't that a bunch of crap? Say. It bothered me, and I want to bust them in the face. That's me. That's Gary. But I can't do that. That ain't right. So I have to take it in and just let it be in me festering, okay? And I had several people that had hurt me personally. And I had some dreams. This was years ago. And this one in the dream that had hurt me apologized to me. And then I had another dream maybe a week later, two weeks later. Another one apologized to me. And then a little while later I had another dream. It's a little kooky, all mixed up. At the end of the day, no matter what the dream was, it's that person apologizing. And did you know the Lord brought me a lot of peace through that? And here's what the message I got. The Lord said to my heart, if you expect those people to ever apologize to you, it's in your dreams. Get on with your life. Have peace. Hold your head up. Amen. Say, sometimes you want something from somebody else, and sometimes in a dream the Lord might want to minister to you. I'm just saying. I ain't saying it's going to happen to everybody. I'm just telling you the truth. Got it? Yes or no? Let's look at another one. Joseph. These are regular people. Jacob was a trickster, a bad dude, and God spoke to him. Here's Joseph. You might put him in the spoiled brat category. He's a really nice kid, but he's really favored by his dad, and it's not a good situation. So Joseph dreamed a dream. He don't know no better. He just goes and tells his brothers, and they hated him because of the dreams that he would have. He said, listen to what I dreamed last night. Here's what he said. He said, I dreamed, and I told, he told his brother, he said, Look, go ahead, move, 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 go on, go on with the scripture. He said, he said I had this dream, and we were binding sheaves in the field, and my sheaf stood up. And all your sheaves bowed down before me. They already hated his guts. <laughs> so anyway, don't tell everybody your dreams, okay? It got him out of a whole lot of deep water. But that's the dream he had. And so then his brother, you going to reign over us? So they hated him no more because of it. Well, he had another dream. Who knows how many dreams he had, but these are ones that are recorded in the Bible. 
He dreamed another dream, told it his brethren. He said, I've dreamed a dream. Another one. Oh, great. The sun and the moon and even the 11 stars fell down before me. That's a dumb joker right there that tells your brothers that. He told it to his father and to his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said, What is this you dreaming? Shall me and your mother and your brethren come down to bow ourselves down to you to the earth? What happened to Joseph because of all these dreams? His brothers did what to him? Sold him into what? They wanted to kill his sorry tale, right? But they didn't, and they sold him to some slave buyers. Well, if you know the story of Joseph, he was put into prison, made a slave, then put into prison for something he didn't do. Remember? Potiphar's wife. And then he's in prison he's forgotten about by the folks that said they wouldn't forget him. Yes or no? Amen? But in the end, he is remembered. They get him out of prison to deal with a dream that the king has had. The, dream, the king then entrusts Joseph, this nobody from a foreign land, to be over all the finances, basically, of the kingdom. And at that time, of the world almost, because there was an incredible famine. Well, what happened? To survive, his brothers came to him, not knowing it's him, for food. Here he is, the second in command in Egypt. Egypt ruled the world. And he is second in command. And his brothers are nothing. They're peons. They can't even eat. They have to come and get food from him. Is that about the way the story went? Yes or no? Did that dream come true? Hello? Yes or no? Did Joseph know what he was dreaming when he was a kid? No! But was God in his dream? Yes or no? Yes. That's the point. Does God work in dreams? Sure he does. He has. We can see it. I put this word destination. So confirmation brings peace. Some dreams can be a dream of destination. Destination. Don't go crazy on this, guys. I had a dream. I'm supposed to go buy a new house. Stop it. Get a job. Work hard. Save your money. Do that. Do all those principles that are right. Yes or no? The church is nuts today. Yes or no? Amen. Say Come on. But destination, a predetermined course or an event that might happen. And I even dare to ask if anybody's ever had one of those. A dream where later that thing came to pass. Not so much because you made it happen. It just happened. It just happened that way. It happens. Do you hear me? Yes or no? Y'all listening or not? Did I lose you? So, destination. So, Joseph told his brothers when they're there, come near to me, I pray. They're getting their food. He said, I'm Joseph, your brother, who you sold in the slavery. He said, don't be grieved. I'm not angry. Don't be angry at yourself that you sold me here. Say that last part with me. For God did send me before you to preserve life. One of the best verses in all the Bible. But as for you, you thought it evil against me. But God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Amen? So that was a dream. Destination. Y'all with me or not? Y'all dozing on me. I put this word, hope, hope, hope. I think God ministers to us in our sleep many times through dreams, and it brings us hope. It brings us hope. And I'm not going to go on up here and talk about all the hopeful dreams I've had, but I've had them. You listen to me or not? God's a good God. He doesn't sleep or nor slumber. When I'm sleeping, he ain't. Amen? Here's one, Solomon. Solomon. A lot of people forget he dreamed this. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon. Say it with me. In a what? In a dream. Sometimes you think, think the Lord's all standing up and showing, hello, hello, hello. No. Many times it's dreams that he speaks. He came to him by night, and God, asked, God said, ask what I shall give you. That's a nice dream, ain't it? And Solomon said, you've showed unto my, thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth, righteousness, etc., brightness of heart. You've kept for him this great kindness. You've given him a son, me, to set this day on his throne. He's talking about himself. In this dream, this is a dream. Now, Lord, my God, you've made thy servant king instead of David, now my father. 
I'm but a little child. I'm just young at this. In this dream, he's talking. I don't know how to go out or come in. I don't even know what I'm doing. And in this dream, he's talking to God. And thy servant is in the midst of a people which you've chosen, a great people that can't be numbered nor counted for a multitude. That happened in another dream that came true. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people. What do you want? He says in this dream, I want to have wisdom and understanding to do my job. That I can discern between good and bad for who's able to judge this people. There's so many of them. I don't even know if I can do the job. And the speech pleased the Lord. Now, this was a dream. Got it? Yes or no? The thing that he asked. Keep looking. And God said unto him, because you've asked this thing and not asked for yourself long life, nor riches. You haven't asked for the life of your enemies. But you've asked for understanding, discern judgment. You've asked for wisdom. Behold, I've done according to your words in this dream. I've given you a wise and understanding heart so that there was none like you before, nor shall there be one after you like you who's going to come after you. It ain't happening. So, this happened in his what? Have you ever heard Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived? Well, he sure didn't start out that way. It happened because of a dream. And in his dream, here's the odd thing. In the dream, his humble spirit spoke to the Lord in his dream. He was not arrogant in his dream to the Lord. God will not bless you at all if you're proud. That's why, I don't know, I just think you humble yourself, you live for the Lord, you hide his word in your heart, and realize the Lord doesn't slumber nor sleep. If when you're sleeping, is he, is he awake? He is awake, and he might speak to you. But his rules ain't changing. <laughs> you're still going to have to be humble. Amen? Yes or no? That's why so many that have dreams, it really bothers me, or they have experiences, they come out and are bragging about them. Yes or no? Amen. That's not, God's not going to put up with that. So here's the word. We had what? Confirmation. We had what was the other word? Destination. Here's another word. Supplication. That's for God to provide or fill a need. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largest part, even as the sand that's on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and all the wisdom of Egypt. Okay? What does supplication mean? And there came of all the people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from the kings of the earth which heard his wisdom, etc. Amen? So what's the word supplication? When dreams happen, here's the word. Prayer. Prayer. Can I pray when I'm asleep? Can I be in a spirit of prayer when I'm sleeping? He was. Yes or no? Is this kooky for you today? Like, wow, he's crazy today. Clark went off and went nuts on us. No, I believe this for years. Amen? I'm just saying, don't discount the voice of God and his working in you when you're going to sleep. Take a little more time with your life. Get in the Word. Read the Scripture. Pray. Do the right thing. And see if the Lord, you're sleeping, but he ain't. And just, I just got a feeling, I, A, you're going to be a more peaceful person if you do this anyway. Amen? But I, I just, not everybody dreams like others, but I see it happening, and I've experienced it. Here's, a, here's the last one. I hope it is. Nebuchadnezzar. Evil king, evil man. Evil, evil, evil. Thus were the visions of my head and my bed. Say bed. This is a dream. I saw him behold a tree. He's sleeping. He's in his bed. I'm asleep. Evil man sleeping. I'm in my bed. I saw this tree in the midst of the earth. The height was great. Just pushed me. The tree grew. It was strong. The height thereof reached unto heaven. The sight thereof to all the earth. Big, 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 big tree. King of Babylon here. Neb. They rule the world. Different time of ruling the world. Rulers change. You know that. The leaves therefore were fair, the fruit thereof much. It was meat for all. The beasts of the field had shadow under this giant tree. Saw fowls of the heaven dwelt in the boughs thereof the tree, and all flesh was fed from it. I saw in the visions of my head upon my bed, and behold, a watcher and a holy one came down from heaven. This big tree, this big tree, beautiful tree. Everybody's taking shelter and getting food from the tree, and cried aloud and said, Cut down the tree! Oh, that's a bad dream. Big tree, I'm happy. I like it. Then the tree gets cut down in his dream. Shake off the leaves, scatter the fruit. Let the beast get away from under it. Get away, get away, beast. The fowls, etc. Nevertheless, leave the stump. Leave the stump. 
and the roots in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass and the tender grass of the field, let it be wet with the dew of heaven. Let the portion be with the beast and the grass of the earth. Keep looking. Let his heart be changed from a man's heart to a beast's heart. A little bit weird dream. Tree got cut down. Now talking about this man. Maybe this tree's a man. I mean, he's thinking this. And let a, let a beast heart be given unto this man, and let seven years pass over. This matter is by the decree of the watchers and the demand by the word of the holy ones, to the intent that the living may know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomsoever he will and sets up over the beast of men, etc. Now, what's his dream? I'm wore out. I'm about to die. The word magnification, magnification. So we had what? Confirmation, destination, supplication, and the last one, magnification. There could be like 20 of these. I don't know. A magnification of God's greatness and our puniness. Dreams can do that for you. How great God is. How small you are. That's what this dream did to him. While the word was in the king's mouth, he's telling this dream. There fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it spoken, the kingdom is departed from you. This was all about his kingdom. He was an arrogant, evil jerk. And God took his kingdom from him. Took it away. You'll be driven out from men and your dwelling is going to be with the beasts of the field. They're going to make you eat grass like an ox. It's what happened to him. And seven years are going to pass over until you know the Most High rules and not you. That happened in a dream, but it happened in his life. It came to pass. The same hours of thing fulfilled with Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from men. He didn't eat grass like an ox. His body was wet with the dew of heaven. He's living outside, not the king's palace anymore. Hair grew so long, you couldn't tell he didn't have like feathers all over his body. You ever seen people have their fingernails so long, they just let them keep growing, 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 growing? That's his fingernails. Nasty. That's what you and I look like without him. You hear me? Dreams. So Nebuchadnezzar. Can you praise the Lord in your sleep? I don't know. I've had dreams to where I'm doing that. When I'm asleep, can God? Is God still? Is He is still awake? Praise came out of Nebuchadnezzar's life because of all this, and maybe a dream could lead you to praise the Lord. You hear me? Yes or no? At the end of the days, I never could lifted up my eyes into heaven. My understanding returned unto me. I blessed, and this is an evil man. I blessed the Most High God. I praised and honored him that lives forever, whose dominion is everlasting dominion, his kingdom from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, which, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? So he ended up praising the Lord. This evil man becomes a believer and a follower and a praiser of God. Did I lose you this morning? Dreams. Dreams. How many think this has been a real kooky message? Can I see your hand? You did raise your hand. Let's review. Just with my time with you. Real fast. Dreams. This is me to you talking. And it's a little bit of a personal experience that I'm giving as well today. Confirmation can come through dreams. You'll keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Confirmation peace can come through dreams. And the peace of God which passes understanding shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Can that happen when I'm sleeping? Absolutely. Confirmation, peace. Don't you want to sleep at night and sleep peacefully? God wants that, I believe, for you. Destination, the word is hope. We're saved by hope. But hope that's seen is not hope for what a man sees. Why does he hope for it? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. We don't know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Can that happen when we're sleeping? The Lord's speaking to us and moving us? I believe so. He that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints of God according to his will. The most hopeful verse in the Bible for me, one of them, and we know all things work together for good to them that love God. You ever, you ever been sleeping and you've had so much stress, but the Lord can bring you peace and bring you hope that it's not over, that you matter, that there's a future? I think God wants to minister to us like that. Not always through dreams, through people, through his word, to them that are called according to his purpose, verse 29, to whom he did foreknow. 
He did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So number two was destination or hope. Number three, supplication and prayer. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Why don't you let that be your closing verse when you go to sleep at night, when you're all stressed out because you can't pay the bills? Sit the Lord by not minister to you. Are you am I losing you? Last one, magnification, praise. Praise you, the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament. Instead of being so ill when you go to bed or negative or down or nasty or ugly or mean or negative or I'm picked on. How about do this? See if the Lord might not minister to you. Praise you, the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psalter in the harp. Praise him with the timbre and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anyway. So here's the answer. Are dreams done yet? At least you know where your pastor stands. I don't think so. Amen? I don't think so. Let's do a quick test and we'll leave. Now, I don't, you can share with me sometime. Maybe not today because I'm shot, okay? How many would say, Pastor, I relate to what was on the screen today, and I too have had a dream to where I can't quite figure it out, maybe totally, but the Lord has spoken to me. Can I see some hands if that would be the case today, maybe in the audience, okay? Amen? And then we're going to go out and write books or nothing. No, we're not trying to get an offering today. No, amen, say. We're not going to start a TV show. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Amen? Listen to the Lord. Don't discount dreams. It could very well be He's speaking. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for his word. Amen. I had a great time with you. Thank you much. Let's go. Come on. Let's get up. Let's get up. We got to go. The kids are in the back.